This podcast is brought to you by the Reform Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. Christ tells us that of the day and the hour of his return, no man knows. Some have tried to predict the time of Christ's coming, but they have proven themselves to be false prophets. More false prophets will arise too. We must not give heed to them. We do not know when Christ comes. All he says he comes quickly, that is swiftly, but he does not tell us that he comes soon. I tell my own congregation every New Year's Day that Christ is coming this year. Well, he is coming. He has been coming ever since his ascension into heaven. Like, like a train that has left its port of departure is coming to its destination, so also Christ has left and is on his way. Christ comes swiftly. We must understand, however, that he will not return until exactly that moment in God's time clock has come. Not before. But let's not be ignorant. God is not slack or slow in fulfilling his promise to the church today. We cannot measure God's time according to our own time. But the reason it may seem to us as if Christ tarries is found in God's divine plan for all things. God is not willing that any of his people would perish. All of them must be brought to salvation before Christ comes again. This is why one of the signs of Christ's coming is also that the gospel of salvation must be preached to all the earth. When God, through the gospel, brings to faith and repentance the last elect child of his, there will be no more reason for this world to continue. God will have fulfilled his sovereign will and good pleasure in saving unto himself a church. So, we do not know the day nor the hour of Christ's return, though we know he does come quickly. Also, we learn in the Bible that Christ will come upon this world as a thief in the night. Jesus explains in Matthew 24, verses 38 and 39, For as in the days that were before the flood... They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Paul confirms what Jesus teaches us in 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 2 and 3. For yourselves know perfectly, that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Those who are not watching for the signs of Christ's return, but believe this world will continue for thousands of more years, will be caught unprepared at the coming of Jesus Christ. They will be living life as usual, 
when Christ suddenly will appear and destroy this earth and all its inhabitants. So sudden will that return of Christ be. Why does Christ not tell us the day or hour of his return? Why are we kept in suspense? Why is the Bible silent about that sudden return of Christ? Well, because with each new generation, God wants his people to be prepared for that coming of Christ. The church, from the beginning of time, is told to watch. In the Old Testament, the church was admonished with each new generation to watch for the birth of their Messiah. In the New Testament, the same is true. The church, with each new generation, is admonished to watch for the return of Christ. Yet, it is not in our natures to watch, is it? It's in our natures to become totally absorbed in the things of this present world. If God were to reveal to you and me the exact time in history that Christ returns, we would not be preparing ourselves now. If God told his church that Christ was going to come, let's say, a thousand years from now, or a few hundred years from now, would we be preparing ourselves right now for his coming? Would we be watching for that coming right now? I I know myself well enough. Hey, I need not worry my head that Christ is coming in my lifetime, so why watch? The parable of the ten virgins in Matthew 25 teaches us this. The bridegroom, who is Christ, of course, tarried. While he did, all the bridesmaids, the virgins, fell asleep. Then, when the call went out, the bridegroom comes, only half of the bridegrooms were prepared for his return. The others? They were shut out of the kingdom because they were not prepared for the bridegroom's return. So it is with the return of Jesus Christ at the end of time. With each new generation, we are admonished, therefore, to prepare ourselves for the coming of Jesus Christ. We are called to live as those who look for our homeland in heaven. We must live as pilgrims and strangers in this world with no abiding place. This is the error of those who believe this world is going to go on for thousands of years yet. They begin to live for the here and the now. Their sights are set on the things of this earth. Their goal is to make this present world the place of their abode. Their goal is to make this present world a place of peace and harmony. We must know the reality of Christ's swift return and live in that consciousness. Then we will be able to follow the injunction of the Apostle Paul in Romans 12, verse 2. He writes there, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So, 
this is why Christ does not tell us the day or the hour of his return. Are we living our lives in this world with little thought for the coming of Christ and the end of the world? Is our longing to see and establish an earthly kingdom of Christ? Or do we patiently wait for and anxiously long for that time when all things will be made new in that eternal kingdom of God? Do we look for a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness will truly dwell, where there will be no more sin and its misery? Do we look for a place of true rest and peace for God's people? where we will no longer need to battle against our enemies. Satan will be destroyed. The wicked world and its temptations annihilated, and our own sinful flesh against which we must fight every day will be shed. That is the kingdom I look for. That is why the warning to watch for the return of Christ rings true in my ears. Will I be prepared? Will you? Christ comes. When the final signs of Christ's coming take place, Jesus informs us in Luke 21, verses 27 and 28, Then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Ah, yes. Our final redemption will take place at that time. Our salvation will be brought to its perfect end. We will see our Savior, and he will take us with him to dwell with him in all perfection. What a day that will be when my Savior comes for me. Truly, it is our prayer. Come, Lord Jesus, yea, come quickly. When Christ appears, may he find us faithful. Thank you for listening to this message. It is our hope that it was edifying to you. Please subscribe to our podcast. We publish daily meditations, Heidelberg Catechism Lord's Day sermons on Wednesdays, and topical podcasts on Fridays. You can find more information about us at our website, hopeprchurch.org, and you can email us with any questions or feedback at hope rwc at gmail dot com. Thank you.